following program is presented by Tracy Austin of New Mentality PC and Mental Edge Fitness Solutions. Welcome to Mental Fitness Matters, a show designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve their mental fitness. Now, here's your host, Tracy Alston. Hey, hey, everybody. I hope everybody out there is having an amazing week and doing amazing. I'm feeling amazing because I'm in the studio with somebody that we've had in here before, and she is just so full of great information, knowledge, and wealth, helping so many people change their lives one healthy habit at a time. So I cannot wait to reintroduce my community back with Christiane Métis. We'll get to you in one second. But before I do that, I want to start our show off with just a question for you guys to think about as we dive into today's show. How many times have you ever attempted to start something, in particular with your health and wellness, whether it's making a small change in how much time you spend exercising, maybe you're looking to have more of a healthier lifestyle, manage your weight in some way or another. How many times have you attempted to start something and you've said to yourself, I'll just start this on Monday, or maybe I'll start next week. Oh, let me just start it next year or, or at another at a later time. How many times have you said to, to yourself and then you look up, the week has gone by, the day has gone by, the year has gone by, and you have not started that goal or that thing that you wanted to commit to? We've all been there, right? We have all said to ourselves, I'm going to start tomorrow. Tomorrow comes and we haven't gotten started. So I am in the studio with Christiane Métis. She is a integrative and functional dietitian and the founder of Mint Nutrition. And we're going to talk about the benefits of creating healthy habits and boundaries so we can live a more consistent healthier lifestyle. And I can't wait to get going on today's show. How you doing, Christiane? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Every time we link up, it's just such good energy. Such energy. <laughs> so this topic is big, you know, especially right now. This is the time of the year. It's holiday season. Mm-hmm. We're coming up in that fall. People are thinking about whether it's whether they're getting foods from their staff, from team meetings or whatever might be going on or preparing yeah. for the holidays, this is a great time to kind of begin talking about creating some healthy habits for our lifestyle. Absolutely. Yep. This is the time of year when we have those buckets of candy sitting on the countertop because, <laughs> you know, Halloween's here. And it's really that time where people gain about an average of 12 pounds between right. Halloween and Christmas. So wow. a lot of my clients will say, is this the time? This is the best time because now you can learn new habits and make changes and you'll be ahead of it. That's it. <laughs> and I, was, year. I was just about to ask you that. When is the best time? Because people always say that, you know, I'll start here, start there. But the best time to start is now. Yep. Anytime. A- absolutely. Is there not a month that there's a holiday, a birthday, a party, some event, a vacation, you know, whichever. It's it's always something. So I think those are really good opportunities to learn tools so that you can make the best decision in the moment. That's awesome. Well, we're going to start with the tool that's responsible for almost everything that we do, and that's our mind, our brain. Um, I think mindset, as we've been talking about this topic, it's not just about having things to do and getting going. It's really about, number one, where do you normally start with clients? And I know this show is called Mental Fitness Matters, so a lot of the things we talk about is our mental training and mental habits. But mindset is a big part of why we choose to do something, why we get stuck, or why we do nothing at all. Absolutely. So talk to talk a little bit about uh, the importance of mindset and how we can start building a, a healthier mindset around starting something new. Sure. And I think that's the foundation of really success. You know, um, most people, when they look at the things that they have to do, or maybe perhaps they went through this before and they've lost yeah. a great deal of weight and they know that it takes an exorbitant amount of energy or they have a lot to change or they just feel like they can't do it. And if we 
go into doing something with that mindset of I can't or it's never going to work, it's not going to work. So I tell my clients that if you think that, that's what's going to happen. If you envision that you're going to be successful, and listen, we're not saying we're going to be seven feet tall playing basketball for college (laughs) when we're really five, two. You know, we're, we're really trying to get that mindset of I can do this. Um, and understanding it's the little changes, it's the consistency, it's that just putting one foot in front of the other every single day, even if it's an obstacle, instead of running from it and saying, oh, see, it didn't work, you find a way around that and, and really say, well, I've learned a situation, now I'm going to continue because that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and really that timing, what you're talking about is that, oh, I'll wait till next week. And then it becomes so distant from where you were before that it almost seems impossible. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I like how you said that, too, because I think we've probably all been in places and right now we could be talking about health and wellness. But in any area of our life where it's like, I've tried this before. Things didn't really work as well. But that consistency piece, progress, not perfection. My dad mm-hmm. says that all the time. Progress, not perfection. So taking those smaller steps yeah. to see the result and knowing that it's not just about starting something and never looking at it again. Mm-hmm. It's about creating a healthy, consistent routine around something, allowing that to grow. It's like building a muscle. Yeah. Building a muscle, that yep. repetition, that consistency is what gets things moving. Absolutely. And not everyone fits into a box. So right. just because your family member did keto and they lost 50 pounds and it's the greatest thing and you tried it for a week and it was you were miserable or it didn't really work for you, it may not be the right thing. So finding what works best, you know, and really kind of making those adapt adaptable changes, that makes a really big difference. I like what you just said there. Let's talk a little bit mm-hmm. to that because it's not a one-size-fits-all program. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the work that you do and speak a little bit about what you do as well, just in case we have new um, people listening to today's show. You might not have heard the show that she was on with me, Healing with Foods. Um, That's a couple weeks back. So check out the podcast, Healing Through Foods. You were on that episode. But speak a little bit to the work that you do as well and talking about it's not one size fits all protocol. There's Mm -hmm. a baseline that everybody probably needs to start with to know what works for me Mm -hmm. may not work for you. And that's okay because you might be trying all these things like you just described and it may be the wrong path for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So sometimes people come in with underlying conditions or they've tried different things. And often I'll see if there's inflammation, like systemic inflammation throughout the body, it's very hard for people to lose weight. So I'm always as an integrative and functional dietitian, I'm looking at what's causing all that. There's a reason why it could be stress. You know, people don't think stress causes inflammation. Uh, Wrong. Yep. It absolutely absolutely. could be a root cause. So, you know, dealing with mindset and that's usually the first place I go when I work with people on, we talk about mindset, we talk about stress and sleep. And I say, forget what's on your plate, forget what's at the end of your fork or how you're eating. If we can't manage those, they're going to manage you and then you're, and then you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I want to spend a little time there because I think what we think about naturally, it's food in, food out and that yes, food in, food out, but there's so much more going on underneath the surface. Mm -hmm. And to that common eye, if we're not sure what's keeping us stagnant, what's holding us back, what's not allowing us to really achieve that peak performance that we might have envisioned in our head of what Mm -hmm. we want to feel like and look like and sound like, then we have to recognize sleep. You just named that. Stress levels has a big uh, thing to do with that. And if we're not paying attention to how those things are creeping up in our lives, mm-hmm. that could be the very thing that's keeping us where we are. Yeah. Not the actual program or the actual food or the actual this. That all has a part to it. But the foundation yeah. is key. Absolutely. 
And it's, it. listen, let's be honest. The world's gone crazy. Everyone's stressed <laughs> out. It's so subjective. Yes. You know, I don't have to tell you this yes. is your level of expertise. You know, what stresses me out, it's very different to you. And, and, you know, it could be a chronic stress. So sometimes people, when they reflect, they go, oh, wow, I didn't realize, yeah, that level of stress is just really throwing my body off. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I don't know if you know this, your brain says no more. I can't yeah. handle this anymore. And it starts to shrink. So you literally shrink your brain when we're under a lot of stress. Now everything's off the rails. So, so it's not necessarily, oh, I got to count my calories or make sure I get my macros. I'm like, don't worry about that. Let's try to manage stress. And it could be internal, external, see you, mm-hmm. see counselor, use adaptogens. There's so many different things that you can do in help managing stress. And, that, and that'll help sleep. So once that gets sort of better, yeah. you know, not resolved, right. but better, right. then we start to see improvement on sleep and the inflammation comes down and people start to just make a lot of changes. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. And I think as we're speaking about mindset and understanding that, I think it's also important to understand when we talk about stress and what that means and how that really has an impact on brain and body. I like to kind of go a little further with clients and ask them that question when they hear that word stress, because mindset and how we envision and how we take things on, where focus goes, energy flows. So if you're watching this via live or Facebook or YouTube, you'll see I have that shirt on because it's so powerful and so true. Mm-hmm. Where our focus goes, energy flows, and it's all energy. And mm-hmm. so I always ask people, when they hear that word stress, do you hear that as a positive or a negative? And a lot of times when people were going to respond, they say, I think about stress in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know, so stress is really, when we think about that, it's just how it impacts us, but it can be positive as well. Unmanaged mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. Unmanaged stress is when you get into that, over aroused state where it's not good for you, where it can really have a negative impact on your brain and your body. But there's also some good stressors too. And so how you think about stress and how you approach stress and how you come to the table with that could have a big impact on how you approach situations in terms of lifestyle and health and wellness. Absolutely. Because then if we're feeling like the, 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 tires are coming off the bus. It's like, oh my gosh, we're in panic mode and we're just in survival mode. And usually when that happens, are we making the best choices? No. Right. We're either not eating, we're eating too much, or we're choosing the foods that aren't that great. Um, But in the end, it's really about moderation and balance and trying to find, you know, a happy place. Because as you're saying, stress is really good in some instances. Sometimes it's not that good. It's that chronic piece that inundated you're pounding your body with all these stressors everywhere uh, that it becomes problematic for everything I like what you said too. I used that word balance. So you're saying we can have our cake and eat it too? Yes, you can. Yeah, Let's yeah. Talk I, te- to that. I teach people all yes. about that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Speak to that because I'm I'm serious. I think a lot of times when we're thinking about when we're trying to start something new, have a new goal, starting in a new space, we're removing something completely, we're taking things away. Yep. But Balance. Balance is key. Balance is key. Yep. And so the other part that I really talk to people about is the patterns of how we eat. You know, so eating certain times, you know, I have a hard line in the sand. Even my pro athletes, I do not want them eating three hours before bedtime. Um, so Speak more that, to that. What, what's that for? Talk um, us through. Talk us through that as if we are not familiar or aware of why it's yeah. so important to create consistency around our scheduling of sleep and eating. Sure, because that interferes with your circadian rhythms, your sleep cycles. So if we're busy digesting food, because when we're eating something, we're having yeah. popcorn at night, you know, watching TV with the hubs or yeah. friends or we're out late for dinner, your body's busy digesting that. It's not getting ready for sleep. It's, hi, I've got to digest this. And so what tends to happen is, now we're not sleeping, we're, we're not getting into that good deep sleep, that good REM sleep and restful sleep. Um, and it also can be problematic for 
the body because eventually what will happen over time we're gaining weight yeah. we're packing it on as weight we're not using that energy that we're restoring but your body can't go through this whole system of cleaning out it has like a sweeping system that happens overnight so if we can get that good gap between the last time we eat and bedtime and this is where it's baby steps you know so if yeah. someone's really eating before bed make sure you just kind of dial it back a half an hour an hour you slowly get to three hours you know what i mean if you can so if, if dinner's at seven o'clock and you go to bed at 10 great that's awesome don't eat anything after seven um you know if it happens once in a while no big deal but if it's constant in that chronic you know anything chronic we don't want we really want that balance um it can become problematic and now sometimes people end up with gi issues they get right. gas bloating belching infections all sorts of stuff because the food is in their body undigested so um so i think that's unless if you have a medical condition or you have to eat um there's other things you can do but generally i tell everyone i'm like mm, three hours before bedtime no food if yeah. you can yeah that's an, that's important that's a, a little tip that mm -hmm. we can put into place on our daily lives to see how we feel yeah and some people may lose weight right because now all of a sudden your window of eating is shortened yeah you're able to clean out the system now you're sleeping better so just something so simple as i'd love to keep it very very simple for a lot of my clients because it, it can be a very complex world Absolutely. as your world is and mine is Absolutely. it can get really confusing. Uh, so something simple like that could be a big change. That's huge. Mm -hmm. And then that can help you peel back the layers of the onion to say, you know what, if I'm starting with one small thing, mm -hmm. whether it's cutting before three hours before bed, I'm cutting what, what I eat and I'm noticing some change there, then everything else doesn't have to be thrown out of the window quite yet. Yes. You're slowly starting to see what's working, what's not and laying things on top of that from there. Yep. And back to your cake and eat it too section because yeah. I really think that that's my hard line in the sand and I would love to give that nugget to anybody that's listening because I yeah. think it's really important but when we do want ice cream or a piece of cake or you know we're out to dinner we want to enjoy that you know 12 layer chocolate cake that's at that steakhouse you're like oh my gosh yes. and let me tell you I love chocolate you know I, I, I'm a chef too so I love food yeah, yeah. Um, it's how we eat it so if we're having cake by itself um, it's it's more impactful on the body it just creates our blood sugars to spike and fall, and then mm. we're, we're on this vicious cycle. So if we're eating dinner and we have a bite of something or a small, you know, or heck, you do have a dessert, you're probably going to eat less because mm -hmm. you're already full. Um, and then it's also less impactful because now we're not spiking our blood sugar. So when you're doing that, it's a lot better versus right. having just a cookie by itself or having ice cream, a big bowl of ice cream late at night. Right. Um, that really sets you off on another path the next day. That spike in blood sugar dropping, same thing with drinking alcohol on an empty stomach. It does that the next day. So people tend to go on this roller coaster ride of wanting bad food it's kind of like if you started your dinner eating ice cream yeah. you think you're going to eat a salad afterwards no no of course no. not. but sometimes right. you just want to have dessert first yes yes exactly <laughs> if you're real regimented right. maybe you can do it i don't know no. i can't do it i'd be like mm, no. that salad just does not taste as good so yeah. it's the same thing in the morning if you're eating you know pancakes and syrup in the morning for breakfast you think you can eat healthy all day no. absolutely not nope um so there's just i always like to teach people ways to use food so if you can have pancakes and syrup but we want to add protein we want to add fat so right. maybe some eggs maybe some sausage or something and put some fruit in there now we got fiber now we're full now our body's happy and i always warn people once you start doing this mm -hmm. and you go off on the deep end oh i feel really good i'm gonna go out to dinner tonight and have a couple glasses of wine and a big rich dinner and top it off with that 12 layer cake <laughs> 
it's violently going to come out of your body. <laughs> and I tell you, this is the time of year I get texts almost every day. Yeah. This is what you were talking about. And it doesn't discriminate. Yeah. This could be a kid. It yep. could be an older adult, male, female, athletic. It's just one of those things that once you, your body rewards you for good behavior. Yes. And you feel real good. Yes. But once we, and this is where I don't really tell people, you can't do this or not. Mm, you'll learn. <laughs> I've given you the tools. Experience is the best teacher. Experience is the best teacher. <laughs> then when they're texting me and 24 hours later, they're still sick. They're like, that's what you were talking about. Now I know. I'm like, well, are you going to do that again? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. But what you're talking about is optimizing, mm -hmm. you know, finding these little things, the ways to optimize our health, health when we're eating, what we're eating, the things and choices that we're making when we're doing that, creating a mindset, not saying we have to take everything away, but it's in moderation. Yeah. Moderation. It's in moderation. And, and you know what? That's, aren't you happier? Absolutely. I, mean, I don't want to be told what to do, what I can't have. Right. Because then we want it more. Exactly. We're like children. Yep. <laughs> Our inner child comes out, we're like, no, no, no. I'm doing not extra happy. because you I'm, said no. Yeah. So yeah. I don't tell people no. I mean, obviously, if something I'm like, yeah, it's probably not the best thing for you to do, but here's how you can use this or whichever. And, and then and then we feel more in control. Yeah. But then we're allowed to enjoy life. I yes. really, I don't focus on, you can only have all these calories. I think it's really about patterns of eating and how we're eating really matters. I love that. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. And, the, and let's keep this rolling because I love talking about what we're talking here, the nighttime routine, cutting mm -hmm. off three hours before. But also there's another part of the day that's just important. That's our morning routine. So important. You know, and so when we're creating these consistent habits and places to start, I love this first example of if we're just cutting food at 7 o'clock or right three hours before you go to bed. Now, what should we be doing when we think about the morning and, and that waking up? And I'm a big fan of how our brain, when we're first thing in the morning when we're waking up, Right before you get up, your brain goes through what's called an alpha theta state. Mm. And it's one of the most powerful, intentional, uh, creative states that you'll go through before you get going throughout your day. And I'm a fan of making sure you protect that time. So mm -hmm. at least 15 to 20 minutes before you grab your phone, scroll through social media or check your emails and create additional stressors that you can't control. I'm a fan of really controlling the controllables. Mm -hmm. Having that first 10 to 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes, where you're really allowing your energy to kind of get back in more of a balanced state mm -hmm. because our energy is where we left it on everything that we touch. So if you've gone to bed stressed out, worried, consumed with what's coming for tomorrow, and you wake up in that same space, then that recovery that we're trying to give ourselves at night, it's not really happening as efficient as it could. Mm. So what are your thoughts on creating or setting up a morning routine to get yourself going like we did that night. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something I think is equally, if not maybe more important, because it sets your day up. Yeah. Um, so that routine of, I'll advise a lot of my clients, you know, whether they're business people, doctors, whichever, whoever I'm coaching, just that five minutes, five yeah. minutes, even if it doesn't have to be half an hour, five minutes, wake up before everyone else, journal, Gratitude's yes. the best attitude. Yes. What are you grateful for? Because listen, let's be honest. There's negative everywhere. Yeah. You turn you turn the phone on, like you said. It's like you get spun up about things we can't control. Yep. But you can control this moment. You can control what how your day is going to go. So if you wake up and you have that few minutes, whether you journal or just even think or meditate or prayer, whatever yeah. whatever floats your boat. Um, and then really kind of thinking about the day. These goals that I have, whether it's okay tonight, I'm not going to eat three hours before bedtime. How do I plan that throughout my day? Ooh, we got a late dinner. Okay, well, maybe this is just my 80-20, 20% yeah. of the time. I'm like, eh, okay, I'll chalk it up for that. So having that plan is really helpful is thinking, how can I impart some of my goals throughout the day? Yes. Um, and being grateful, I think, just that positive energy. I'm always recommending, too, if you can go outside. It's hard for some of my clients. They wake up really early. 
in the morning, step outside. It's so crispy out. It's yes. refreshing. Listen to the birds. Have your coffee or your tea. You know, yeah. in that moment, if you can get sunlight, even better. You know, that totally sets your your sleep cycle at night. So getting that in the morning. I have a client. She stands in her driveway like this. And, and she goes, everyone thinks she's crazy. <laughs> her neighbors are like, what are you doing? She's like, I got to get, because she's, she's an esthetician. She's yes. like, I got to get my sunlight. Christiane told me to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's hysterical. I love and it. So she's like, that is completely set my day apart. It's my yes. 15 minutes of calm and I just stand outside and I get the energy and it's just, it's, it's game changer Absolutely. for the day. Mm-hmm. Game. I love that. And you've dropped uh, several little tips and nuggets. So community, as you're listening to this, if you need to go back and replay, but you're talking about journaling, you're talking about maybe prayer and meditation, just taking five minutes, getting outside, feeling the, all of the good things mm-hmm. that come from the energy of being outside to replenish us. It's all about creating that balance and finding ways to fuel us, mm-hmm. fuel mm-hmm. our body, fuel yep. our brain. Yeah. And slow down. And <laughs> you know, slow we're, down. we come yes. out with feet on the ground and, you know, we're off and running. Yes. Texting and emails. I'm like, listen, it can wait. Do you think you can solve anything by eight o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the morning? <laughs> right. No. Right. Turn it off. You know, so th- set those boundaries because sometimes that work can just over emails and work and overload um, can be not beneficial. I love it. Setting boundaries first thing in the morning, setting boundaries first thing at night, having a plan in place. And so guys, this is a small place that we can begin to say, I can start here. So if I'm thinking about, I need to start something, this is a game plan on we can start here. If you're thinking about your nighttime routine, waking up in the morning, creating you a simple, consistent daytime routine, morning routine, that's going to set your day apart from everything that you've been doing on a regular basis. Give yourself, and how much time would you say, because a lot of times it's so easy. We have these little gimmicks that we see it through marketing. Seven days, 10 days, 12 days, and one week, or 30 days, like all of these time frames. Mm -hmm. What would you say, and what do you say to your clients when they are starting or embarking on something new or different change? What time frame do you give them to kind of pay attention? We know this is a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but what time frame would you say in terms of paying attention to how you feel? What would you say for for your clients in that way? For the time frame, um, it can be immediate. You know, within a week, sometimes people feel better. I'll tell you that 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 response to bad food it could be two weeks as soon as two weeks once they make silly little changes of reducing the inflammation and we focus on a couple things that it's not moving mountains truly and they're like really i can't believe just even a couple weeks i feel the difference when i don't do that that's great your body's telling you what you should be doing um and so it 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 really depends on the person because it's really up to them they've got to make the decisions i've got a lot of tools you've got a lot of tools you got to go out and do the work that's it you know and it doesn't have to be crazy amount I think there's just this notion of it's got to be so extreme to work and I don't believe that at all. I think it needs to be simple it has to it has to I always tell my clients your life is heading this way I just want to yield I want to come on and just yield so mm-hmm. it's not this catastrophic change because mm-hmm. that's not sustainable I've that's done right. this for a long time and it's not helpful they just they tend to get overzealous in the beginning and then they they fall off and that's why one of my programs I only do it in phases yeah. and I do it based on you ready for phase two or you want to stay here for a while so it's very much you're in the driver's seat you tell me I don't know you yeah I don't know your life you know uh tell me what you think and so they're like nah we'll stay here for a while okay great because this is important I think the mindset sleep and stress 
again, if you can help mm-hmm. improve those areas, not master them, but improve mm-hmm. makes a profound difference with everything else in your body. It's big, big, big. Mm-hmm. We have about three minutes left, and I definitely want to give you a chance to kind of let people know how to find you. You were talking about one of your programs and how people can really get started and say, okay, I want to start somewhere. Yeah. Now I can have actually a, a guide or a coach or somebody beside me that's kind of sure. walking me through. Let people know a little bit more about you and how they can reach you and how you can support. Sure. So I work with individuals uh, on a individual level. Yeah. So I'm happy to offer to the listeners here today. Um, I do a free consultation call, but I'll add a coaching session in there too, just a small little mini one so they can pick my brain and kind of get a good feel of, you know, maybe personalize a little bit. Yeah. Um, so people come to me in different ways. They, they either are looking for a really specific information or they want um, something very structured. Um, they can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, YouTube. <laughs> uh, my website is themintnutrition.com. Um, and same thing for all my handles for social media, Facebook as well. They can find me on there. I've got cooking tips, uh, videos, and all sorts of stuff. But they can reach me if they just want the newsletter. I put out information every week on a topic or uh, something along those lines that maybe just get them started. They yes. Can. Mm-hmm. Just getting started, guys. Yeah. We just want to get started. We want to have a place. I can't thank you enough for your time and your expertise and just thank your you. love and your light and your energy. Aww, it's always such a good you. time. Um, but yes, there's so many ways, community, as we are listening. The goal is just to start. We can have all of the things and in the, in the plans in the world to start tomorrow or start next week. But start now. Now that we have a mindset in place that, you know what, we can actually start tonight. If we're eating dinner at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock or whatever time that is, we can say, you know what, I'm going to try tonight to start something new and waking up in the morning with a different mindset of how to start my day. Mm -hmm. Give yourself an opportunity to take care of your health before the holiday seasons really get rolling in and it's like, oh, my gosh, I just want to have this, have that. Create some patterns now. Mm -hmm. Create some habits now because we can have our cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. Thanks for letting us know that. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Anything else you want to say before we head out? Yes, one little tip. Don't mystify food. It is readily available. Oh. Yes. So we often say, oh, well, I can't have it. Oh, I have to have this because this is never around. It's only once a year. There's pumpkin spice everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can go make pumpkin spice. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so once you demystify yeah. it, it becomes less desirable. That's a good So point. that's a good little trick. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Because I have been wanting pumpkin spice only because it's been advertised more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Thank Community, you so much. Community, go out and shine bright like the stars that we are. We can't wait to see you guys next week. We'll be back. Have a great week. See you soon. That's it for today's episode of Mental Fitness Matters. Get more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness by joining Tracy every Thursday from 8.30 to 9 a.m and 6.30 to 7 p.m. for Mental Fitness Matters on News Talk WSIC.